the there's always time for the drive-through deal because no matter how fast you are at making breakfast mcdonald's is faster start your morning at mcdonald's and enjoy one of our tasty bagel sandwiches for breakfast try the steak egg and cheese bagel or the sausage egg and cheese bagel order ahead on our app and pick it up curbside Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Well, I learned something new today, Mox. What'd you learn? I learned that your husband has a very secret talent that you I enjoy that a lot. Yes. And I'm excited to find ways to monetize this. <laughs> I'm actually a little too excited to find ways to monetize this. I don't think you can monetize a hand-eye coordination oh you can in this world you can oh my gosh do you know what else he can do i don't want to know about any bedroom escapades it's not a bedroom escapade well no i don't think there's a way to incorporate that oh now i'm interested now i'm intrigued you want to know sure well never mind actually now i'm not going to tell you because he didn't want to know at first oh i didn't say i didn't want to know Actually, I did say I didn't want to know if it included bed, but you said it didn't include bedroom escapades. So, just tell me. Are you sure you want to know? I don't know anymore. Just tell me. <laughs> He's pretty good at juggling. Are, is he? Is he really? He is. He yeah. apparently does not agree with you. He he is. And there is a way to to incorporate that into the bedroom. How? I mean, he can do it in the bedroom. That's a good way to incorporate yeah. juggling in the bedroom. <laughs> He could juggle our stuffed animals. Can I ask you a question about stuffed animals, please? Sure. <laughs> so, as the world may or may not know, I've recently started dating somebody who's not a stuffed animal. <gasps> that that was that clarification was needed. Thank you. Okay. Uh, and for the record, if I was going to date a stuffed animal, it'd be Lotso the bear from from Toy Story. Um. But what's what's that is a weird tangent. What's with girls and stuffed animals? Wh- what are you asking me? Like why, 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 why not? I mean, it just seems to me. I, I don't know. I mean, she's probably going to watch this, and and I, I mean nothing of it. I'm just very. I'm like, I'm curious as to why. Stuffed animals are something that that grown women want. Well, you know, it's they start they they have multiple multiple purposes, multi multiple multi multilateral. (sighs) Maybe. So first of all, you've got your stuffed animals from your childhood. You got to hang on to those. They're very important. Mine is named Lammy. She actually has a rattle. And uh, so, which makes when she falls off of our bed in the middle of the night really jarring. Um, I loved Lammy because she was a gift from my Aunt Tiffany before I was born. And I've had her my whole life. She's gone on several Europe trips with me. She's gone all over the world. Um, and she's like the perfect... The other, the other purpose of stuffed animals is they're good to cuddle with. So like if you're alone, or even sometimes now I still cuddle with Lammy... She's like the perfect size. She's like this big. And she can just fit in my arm. We're an audio podcast. Could you please describe it for the audio people? 70 centimeters diameter. What about the girth? Five apples. 
<laughs> Thank you, Brian Regan. <laughs> Five girth units. Okay, but the other the other appeal of it is when you receive a stuffed animal from a guy, like my other stuffed animal that I have. Um, I have I have many, but I only have two at my apartment with Brad. Uh, the other stuffed animal that I have up there is a stuffed narwhal that I got last year during COVID because I fell in love with the song Narwhal Eating a Bagel. And Brad bought me narwhal when we were in Ralph's or Vaughn's. It was at Vaughn's <laughs> while we were in line. For the record. And we weren't married yet, so I cuddled with narwhal a lot, too. Because if, you, if you're just listening to this, I didn't sleep it with Brad at all before the wedding. So I needed something to cuddle with. Sexually? Both. Like sleep, sleep. Like. <laughs> How was that? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the record, Vaughn's has better ice cream than Ralph's. They have the same ice cream. Vaughn's has better ice cream than Ralph's. Why? People on the East Coast have no idea what we're talking about. Because they don't have Vons or Ralphs on the East Coast. <laughs> well, if they ever come out here, they'll know where to go. Go to Vons because Vons is better ice cream. What than is it like Vons brand? I don't know. All I know is that there's a specific ice cream at Vons that Ralphs doesn't have. What's it called? I don't know. Could, is it a Vons brand? I don't know. I, we need details. This is an audio podcast. I don't know. Well, this is not helpful, and I don't believe you. You know what is helpful? What? Our Amazon link. You know, Vons does has better cake. Does has? <laughs> Vons does have better cakes than Ralph's. If you're getting like a birthday cake, do not go to Ralph's. The frosting takes ta- tastes. Who help? The frosting tastes like lard, like sugary lard. Lard, it's- lard is coming from a Mexican. Lard is actually really good. Not on a cake. Just in general, it's really good. I'll take a lard cake. Actually, it was my nickname in high school. <laughs> Our producer is cracking up here. Um, oh, I, I love making Brad laugh. It's The one thing that I love about having the studio in your house is having Brad here all the time now. Mm-hmm. Or most of the time. Uh, and I love just when I can get him to laugh. It makes his podcast so worth it. No offense right? to our listeners. But our Amazon link... Uh, Brad actually uses our Amazon link quite often. He does. Um, so you can't, I mean, spoiler, sorry, I'm struggling here. You can't use our Amazon link to buy cakes at Vons or Ralph's, but you could buy cake on Amazon, I think. You can buy cake batter. Maybe, yeah. You can you buy the song Cake by the Ocean. Cake by the Ocean. You could do that. Oh, no. Got me walking around, I guess, a funeral. Okay, no, stop, stop, stop. That was painful. <laughs> Funeral. <laughs> Can't stop with the master beat. Can't stop with the master beat. Oh. You could be rolling me. You could be rolling me. Ah. Like. <laughs> I don't know. Was there a B? <laughs> I, I, I have no idea what's going on here anymore. So. You know I make up half the lyrics I sing, right? If you want to. Yeah, I figured the lyrics weren't rolling me. Um. However, if you would like to buy the actual song and not hear Ruben sing it, go to Amazon, put the song in your cart, and then go to our website, click the Amazon link, and it will reroute you back to the Amazon homepage where you can complete your purchase. That will send us 10% of your purchase at no additional cost to you. It's going to help us help you. Oh, 
The words are, you should be rolling with me. <laughs> Got it. I, <laughs> you, Nick, or Joe Jonas, you, you. What is it? Joe Jonas. No, what are the words? Oh, uh, it goes, oh, no. See you walking around like it's a funeral. Not so serious, girl, why those feet cold? We just getting started, don't you tiptoe? Tiptoe. Ah. Waste time with the masterpiece. Don't waste time with the masterpiece. Ah. You should should be be rolling with me. You should be rolling with me. Ah. Your real life fantasy. Your real life fantasy. <laughs> uh, if you don't ever want to hear me sing again, sign up for dollarinthejar.com, six, $6 or above. Seriously, do it because you won't ever have to hear him sing again. I, on the other hand, have to listen to this pretty much every day. That's not true. When was the last time you ever heard me sing? Literally five seconds ago, Ruben. Before that. It's time stamped. This morning. My birthday, multiple times. I called you once on your birthday. You called me three times. Once at 7, once at 9, once at 2 p.m. I don't believe that's true. I have the timestamp, And you sang the song every time. The first two times, you promptly hung up after completing the song. Did you call me back? Yes. It's not true. Because that's the kind of friend I am. That's not true. Anyway, yes, Amazon, is. Amazon. if you want to be a good friend, go to the Amazon link. Go to lifefriendshiptacos.com. There's an Amazon button on there. Click that. Go to multimediamouth.com forward slash Amazon. Click on the banner. Or just go to dollarinthejar.com and Dot sign com. up for our Amazon pa- No, not Amazon. <laughs> for- sign up for our Amazon <laughs> password. <laughs> her credit card's attached to her Amazon, so you can get some nice stuff out of it. But <laughs> sign up for our Patreon Six dollars and above before August twentieth will get you a thank- handwritten thank you note. Uh, if you're lucky, and you get one from me, you won't actually be able to read what I write. <laughs> but if you're really lucky, you'll get one from Moxie, uh, and if you're really really lucky, you'll get one from both of us. True. Um, but if you get the there's always time for the drive-through deal, because no matter how fast you are at making breakfast, McDonald's is faster. Start your morning at McDonald's and enjoy one of our tasty bagel sandwiches for breakfast. Try the steak, egg, and cheese bagel or the sausage, egg, and cheese bagel. Order ahead on our app and pick it up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. The the highest tier, uh, Moxie will be doing a live stream concert in September on the page. You You have to sign up. Uh, you have to be guaranteed for three months. Yes. Whatever that means. But sign up. I don't up, know what that means either. Do it now. Do, uh, Brad made this all, all this up, so I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> and he didn't even give me any copy or anything to work on. You know, we got We really got to talk to this guy about about giving us copy. Seriously. Uh, what's co- up with this? I mean, he just gives a copy of our paychecks at the very least. What the heck? Um. Anyway, <laughs> so with that being said, uh, Mox, how was your birthday? My birthday was honestly amazing. Do you want to hear about what I did? Nope. Okay, then follow me on TikTok at Moxie and Music. She's become an influencer. I'm not an influencer. I just wanted to post about my husband. I want to post about your husband. You can do that. Yeah, on a different it's a website. It's a free country. What website? Toys R Us? 
I, I can't say it on the internet. Is it? Is it? Um. Uh. It ends in hub. Spotify. <laughs> this, this does go. This does go out to Spotify. Uh, but what did you do for your birthday? Um, on my actual birthday, Brad woke me up with breakfast in bed. Oh, how cute! It was really wonderful. He Bra- made me. Hold, hold on, hold on. Sorry, I got. I got to stop here. Brad's off camera and off mic. But are you gonna wake me up with breakfast in bed and for my birthday? For those who didn't hear what he said, he said, You don't remember what I did? What I did? <laughs> when I did? <laughs> For the record, I don't remember when he did or what he did. Uh, the pancakes worked. <laughs> <laughs> the pancakes worked. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so he woke me up. He woke up at, this man woke up at 6 a.m. to make me pancakes. Did you actually make them or did you go to Denny's? No, he made them. He made them. Were they good? They were good. Oh. Lemon ricotta pancakes. Lemon ricotta pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he brought it in with my favorite tea, passion tea, and flowers, and he put them all on a tray, and he came in, and he had a hat, and he put a hat on Lammy, and he brought in a balloon, and we woke up and ate breakfast together. And then I went back to bed, and he went to work for a few hours, and then... I got up and I worked for a few hours and then we had Bible study and then we went to Red Robin. That's what I did on my actual birthday. However, the Saturday after my birthday, he took me on a day filled with adventures. The Sunday after my birthday. (laughs) Help. He took me on a day full of adventures and it was amazing. And I don't think you want to hear about it, but I want to hear about the important part. Oh, he took me to this little cafe boutique place in Old Town Tustin called no, Morning Lavender. Oh, okay. He took me to a used bookstore no, right not next that to part. it. Okay, we got lunch at this place called Rudabagor's. Not that part, but I've been there. That place is good. It is good. Did you go to the Fullerton location? Tustin? Because we were in Tustin. Makes sense. Oh, and we went to a used records shop. Shop? Okay, not that part, the other part. Uh, we went home in between and nope. changed. Nope. He let me nope. touch up my makeup. Nope, there's one part, very important part. Oh, we drove up to uh, 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 Ontario Mills. Is this this what you're looking yeah, for? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I FaceTimed Carly. What? <laughs> and uh, and we went to Rainforest Cafe, which is the only Rainforest Cafe left in California. There are very few because the company, I think, went bankrupt. Um, Rainforest Cafe was the place that I went to pretty much every year for my childhood birthdays because we were allowed to get this thing called a volcano, which is essentially a tower of brownies, ice cream, and whipped cream. And they used to have an actual sparkler on top. Now it's just like a shiny thing. So can I just say one thing about Rainforest Cafe? Yes. And this might disappoint some people, but I hated Rainforest Cafe. Are you serious? The food was okay. The food was okay, but every six minutes, there was Volcano! <laughs> happy, happy birthday, happy, happy man. Shots! <laughs> I added the shots part. I don't think they ended it with shots. I did. Um, That's the fun of it. That was fun? Yes. That was fun. You live your life yelling. That was fun. Rainforest Cafe is the one place I can go where I know the yelling doesn't mean people are mad. Who hurt you? (laughs) 
Like, who who hurt you? You! I've never yelled at you when I was mad. In fact, I've gotten very quiet with you when I'm mad. Yeah, that's terrifying. Quiet, Reuben? <laughs> yeah. That's when you know you've crossed the line. <laughs> or he's falling asleep. <laughs> I've only fallen asleep in front of you, I think, once. That you remember. <laughs> All right, uh, we should probably just dive into this. Okay, wait, I didn't tell you the best part, though. Oh, what was the best part? He planned a surprise party. I wasn't invited to the surprise party? You were literally there! Brad! We need more pancakes, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) What surprise party? I didn't know about a surprise party. It was at Rainforest Cafe. That was a party? Yes. No one told me. like ten people. No one told me. Well... What did he tell you it was? Dinner with Cassandra. Whoever Cassandra is. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> they don't know. This is this is They don't know that your name's Cassandra. Shut up! <laughs> I mean what do they they don't know that you live in Costa Mesa? Ruben. They don't know your social security number is nine four six three one three oh eight oh four. That's not it supposed to go with it that's the funny part they don't know that your phone number is 949 <laughs> it's a short number one of the first ones actually <laughs> you're so old your social security number is one wow thanks grandma <laughs> all right that it that's it what was what was your favorite thing you got for your birthday that's not brad related Hmm. It's not Brad related. Well, Brad got me. Uh, he had both of the MXI EPs pressed onto vinyl. I said not Brad related. Oh well, that's not Brad related. It came from Brad, so related to him. Oh, <gasps> I forgot to wear them. I have multiple favorite things. I was gonna say my AirPods, but then I remembered that Brenna, Brad's sister, got that's me. Brad rela- that's literally related to Brad. Got me gold taco earrings. What? Yep. I'm gonna wear them next week. What? I know. She got you gold taco earrings. Gold taco earrings. Now I know what I want for my birthday. Writing that down. Again, non-Brad related favorite gift. That's not Brad related. She's literally related to Brad. That's not what that means. It does now. That's not what that means. How in the heck do we always do this intro and end up going 20 minutes in before we finally get to the intro? Because this is basically just us recording our normal conversation. All right. Well, let's let's play. With an Amazon plug. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that be weird if in real life we were just like, Moxie, tell our guests about our Amazon link. And Pastor Mike and Marie would be like, what? We were just at lunch. Why are we? (laughs) Why? What? Amazon? What? And I'd be like, well, Mike and Marie, you're in for a treat. (laughs) Be like, they're like, we're never having lunch with them ever again. We invite them to lunch once, and they so plug us. So are we us. splitting the bill? Are we? How do you want to split the bill? Well, if you sign up for our Patreon, <laughs> <laughs> if you sign up for our Patreon and stick there for three months, we'll pay for your lunch. <laughs> That's not what that works. That's not what that works. Ruben J is not actually. Wait, hold on. My brain is like two steps behind what I'm actually saying. All right, we're going to play the intro now. We'll be back in just a second. The following is a podcast about life. Apparently. I can't not listen to music. Friendship and tacos. 
Let me tell you this, dropping a taco is a national emergency. This is You're My Best Friend. Now here are your hosts, Moxie-Ann and Ruben J. Welcome to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. My name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie-Ann. And this week's episode is going to be a doozy. A doozy. A doozy. A doozy. A doozy, don't you say? <laughs> what uh, are we talking about? Keys to communication. <laughs> no, we talked about that last week. Working with your friends. No, we talked about that the week before. Do you know what we're talking about? I can't remember the other episode. Oh my gosh. What else have we talked about? This. <laughs> we've only had three episodes. I've only said two. Wedding update. Wedding update. We're talking about the wedding. 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 No, we're not. We're not. I do. You'll do. What? What? No. Do you know what we're talking about? We are talking about the power of saying no. I thought it was the power of saying I do. No, I do not. You don't? I don't. Oh, shoot. I, Ruben, do not take the Rachel. So we're talking about, so one of the things that, that I've learned uh, in my, my world of doing what I do is that the word no is actually a very powerful word. Yeah? Believe it or not. How powerful? It is so powerful that it can get you out of doing things. Oh my gosh. What? I know. It's insane. Wow. That is crazy. So one of the things that I know Moxie has a, a, a hard time doing is saying no. I had a hard time saying no. Now, I just say yes. Why are you smiling creepy? I don't know. Brad, you can just walk in. It's okay. Oh. <laughs> you don't have to crawl. I actually, I wish the camera was on you right now. Yeah, this is be... really funny. We well, really just need to set actually, up a third camera for him. Well, if you hadn't called him out, that no one would have, oh, well, I do kind of see him there. <laughs> Tempted to poke him. Is he under the table? No, I, I feel like this is the point where I tell him that I need a drink from downstairs. <laughs> uh, so, in 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 years past, I know that I've had a problem uh, saying no to people, and I know that that Moxie still currently to this day kind of struggles with saying no to people. Yeah, it's funny. Brad and I were in a uh, thrift store the other day, going just like doing some leisurely casual Saturday afternoon shopping or Sunday maybe I don't remember and uh Brad found a book for me about saying no like it's a it's a book written by a woman these are all the details I have about it right now it's a book written by a woman and it's about saying no wow yeah but a um, rave review from Moxie Ann when Ruben Well, I just started it when Ruben brought up this topic. Well, and Brad pulled it out. We weren't even together, but he pulled it out. And when I went and found him, he was like, hey, I thought you might like this. And I was like, I do want this. Can we get this? And so we got it. And I'm two pages in. So when Ruben suggested this topic to me, I was like, oh, that's perfect. I just started a book on it. And he was like, oh, that's great. How far in are you? And I was like, well, two pages. I just put out the irony of that, that you asked him if you can get the book about the power of saying no, and he didn't say no. That is that is irony. Ironic. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? 
a little too ironic. I'm just going to keep singing until you stop me. Dollar in the jar! <laughs> Dot com. That's been a long time since I said that. We should tell the story of that. Not right now. No, not right now. Right now we're going to talk about saying no, which you just said. No. So, so what, to, what do you think, in terms of saying no, let's okay. be specific here. Okay. What should we say no to? Things you don't want to do. Things that don't make you happy. Things that you don't that don't see um, a positive return in your life. Hmm. Um, things that you don't want to do. You already said that. I'm just reiterating. Um, so we were looking at an article from a website called Entrepreneur.com, and this to, article. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. I was not looking at this article until about two seconds ago. <laughs> so, Moxie was looking at this. So, I actually looked this up a little while earlier. This article is actually called The Power of Saying No. And it lists a couple of questions for you to ask yourself before you decide what to say yes to and what to say no to. And, uh, are you okay? My soda tastes flat. Okay. Like flatter than a pancake. <laughs> flatter than a lemon ricotta pancake. Lemon ricotta pancake, hey! I don't know what that was. The power of saying no, Moxie. Yes. Man. So the first question you want to ask yourself before you decide whether you want to do something or not is, do I truly want to do this? Do I want, like in the depths of my soul, to do this? And um, I think we should dive deeper into that. Because, I think so, too. Because there's there's a certain level of, do you want to do this or do you want to want to do this? Because there's a difference. As an example, there's some things that we can't say no to. You know, like we can't say no to like paying taxes. Well, you could. I mean, without there being a really bad consequence. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino was America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Do it. You still could. Like, you can't say no to coming into work when you're scheduled to come into work. I mean, you could. Without there being a consequence. I mean, you can. You still could. I mean, you could because. No, I can't. Well, there will be a consequence. What are you gonna get in timeout? I have an actual job. <laughs> makes for great audio and great video. YouTube An entire <laughs> podcast communicated completely in stairs. <laughs> YouTube will put a, put a commercial right in the middle of that and ruin ruin the whole thing. Uh, that's how that usually works. Um, but you know, there's there's things in life where we want to say no to things, or want we want. What do I want? <laughs> where you want to want to do it? As an example, you want to have a job that you love. You want to have a, a partner that you love being around. You want to be hanging around with certain people. But do you want do you do you want it because you want it, or do you want it because it's you have to do it? I'm confused. So am I. Can you elaborate I'm on that? I'm so confused. 
Well, no, I mean, I it, think what you're saying is, do you want it because you want the benefits, or do you want the actual experience of this thing? Well, so it's kind of more like, uh, as an example, I had the opportunity. By the way, you can head over to multimediamouth.com and you can listen to this this interview. I had the opportunity to interview Miles Kennedy. I wanted to do that. You know, it was something that was fun and it was good and it was actually a really good interview. I don't know if anyone's listened to it yet. Nope, no, no feedback from the crowd. Okay, cool. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, but then there's there's other times where you know, especially in my my vast career of interviewing people, where I wanted to want to interview that person. Mm. I just didn't really want to do it, but I had to do it because the person I really wanted to interview was on that same person's roster or the the PR person's roster. So you 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 did a favor to get what you really wanted, but you wanted to want to be there. That makes sense. Yeah. And I, th- I feel like a lot of people feel that way about their jobs. Like they want to want to be at their job, but they really don't want to be there because they hate their jobs, but they like the paycheck. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And that can go, I mean, it can go either way. It can go professionally or relationally even. Like there are some... Situationships. <laughs> there are friendships that I've had where I really wanted to be friends with that person, but the process of becoming friends with them was difficult or like just kind of hard to get over that hump. I'm not talking about anyone in particular. Oh, thank God. <laughs> no, but like it's hard to get to know someone to a point where you can be on an intimate friendship level with them. It's hard to get to that point. You have to put in the time and you have to take time to like actually spend time getting to know them. Not that you don't want to do that, but like sometimes as I, as an introvert, for example, I don't always actually want to go out and get lunch, lunch help. I don't always actually want to go out and get lunch with someone. I want to become friends with this person. I want to spend two hours of quality time getting coffee with a new friend and getting to know them. In that moment, I don't actually want to go and get coffee. I just want to stay home in my pajamas because that to me is preferable. However, I value the quality time with that person. I also know that in the long run, I'm going to be glad that I went out. Hey, Brad, she's talking about me, isn't she? She's talking. She's totally talking about me. I'm not talking about you. Uh. I'm not talking about you. All right. But see what I'm saying? Like it can it can go both ways. Do you actually want to be friends with this person? And if so, do the do the the means just do the ends justify the means? Do the means justify the gains? <laughs> gains. All right. Well, uh, there's also what do I gain out of this task or? attending this function this is something that i have to ask myself before committing to anything or i should ask myself before committing to anything because um there was a while where i would say yes to any function any event any you know hey we want you to MC this thing. all right i'll be there yeah you, you know? can do that that's not healthy and oh my god it beat the living crap out of me <laughs> like literally there was crap all over the place it was beating the living hell out of me well okay We did that. And, you know, you hear that as a young musician in L.A. and Southern California all the time. Like, literally, just say yes to anything. Say yes to whatever gig opportunity you get, whatever crap gig comes around or session or opportunity. Like, just say yes to anything. And if you keep saying yes to anything, then the right things will come along and you'll gradually make your way up. I heard that for so long. and, And as I was starting out, in a young band, I kind of took that 
as my rule of thumb to say yes to anything. I had a guitarist who said no to everything. And so we were constantly battling over that. And for the first couple of years in this band, we said yes to everything. We took a lot of crap gigs and we lost a lot of money. We wasted a lot of time and spent a lot of energy on things that we did not need to say yes to. Because honestly, in the long run, we got nothing out of it. Like, seriously, it wasn't like one of those situations where you take a gig and it's like, oh, well, there were three people in the audience, but like at least one is a fan of us now. Like it, we took a lot of crap gigs and it wasn't worth it. And at a certain point, a couple of years into my last band, we started saying, okay, we value ourselves more than this. And regardless of everyone saying, oh, you're young, you're supposed to take these terrible gigs, just take my terrible gig. We started to say no. And we started to tell promoters no when they offered us to like worse slots. When you're going for a direct opening slot with the Iron Maidens and a promoter tries to tell you that you can, he that like if the promoter promises you the slot right before the Iron Maidens when he's selling you on this pre-sale show, and then when you get back in touch with him again to confirm the booking and he tells you that you can have third up instead of right in front of the Iron Maidens, you tell him, no, I'm not going to do this unless I get direct opening. Because not only can you say no to the show if it's not going to be worth it, you can say no to a person. You can say no to someone who is trying to give you something that you know you're worth more than. It's not an ego thing. It doesn't have to be an ego thing. And I know plenty of people who are very egotistical about saying no to things that are beneath them. But there is something to be said for knowing your worth, knowing your value, and knowing what's actually going to be not worth you, but worth your time and energy. Mm -hmm. I have a couple of friends who are still, who are my age, who are still in bands, who do take any, literally any gig. And it's just so tiring. It's exhausting, honestly. Having gone through a music uh, music program and in a college and getting my music degree, I have heard from so many college professors, do not take this, you know, do not take X unless Y is present. Don't take this gig unless they're offering you the amount of money that you're worth. And the truth is you spend so much time investing into who you are as a person, working on your skills, honing your talents. Even if you're not in the arts, you're working on yourself in a professional way, in a relational way. If a relationship is not worth your time, it's okay to cut it out. It's okay to say no to that. Wow, I have been on a serious rant here. I'm so sorry. Well, that's all the time we have for this week's episode of You're My Best Friend. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Ruben J. And I'm, no, no, no. <laughs> no, I don't want to interrupt you because you, it seems like you have a lot to say about this. And it's important. Um, cause I, I feel like we, you know, we have this weird, like intersect of people who listen to this show where some people are your age or younger and some people are older than I am, which is old. Um, how old are you again? I'm very old. Yeah. Uh, and so it's important, I think, to, to remind people, specifically the young people that, like, yes, there's a certain level of say yes to as many things as possible just to get the experience and get the, you know, the, the work experience, you know, underneath, you know, but at the same time, like, you shouldn't have to sit through, sh through, through stuff that you don't actually want to or isn't going to actually benefit you in the long term. Like, if you know for a fact that working 
you know, the drive-through line at McDonald's isn't going to get you to the, your end goal of, you know, owning your own business, don't take the job. Yeah, there's a difference between working the drive-through line at McDonald's and wasting a bunch of your time there, not making any connections or advancing yourself at all. And taking a bunch of terrible GEs at a community college so you can finish your degree. Yeah. There's a difference in the value of doing what you don't want to do. And it's up to you to determine what that value means to you. It's up to you to determine whether this is something that's actually going to be good for you or not. Yeah. I have done, I have honestly done gigs with people who I don't like because I know it's going to. I'm right here. It's not you. I've done, just right before the wedding, I did a horrible gig that was just a bad experience overall. It didn't pay, and it was a terrible experience. I I could go into details, but I don't want to name who this person is that I helped. Overtime. <laughs> sure, if you sign up for our Patreon, you'll get to hear about this gig. It was honestly awful. But I at that point, I was like, okay, what is it worth to me? Is it worth it to say no after I've committed to this? Because, number one, I'm going to be letting a friend down. Number two, I might potentially make a bad name for myself. And number three, not only am I practicing my skills, I'm also getting experience working in an industry where I'm going to have to do things that I don't want to do, where I do have to do things that I don't want to do. For me, I took that experience of doing a gig that I hated, that, I, that was really bad, as a way of building my perseverance building my ability to walk into a room that I didn't want to be in with a smile on my face and still be able to make friends in the process. But it's up to you to determine how much you value those experiences. If you would rather say no to that gig and yep. spend your time doing something else, that's up to you. No one else gets to decide that for you. And if someone else does try to tell you that you made the wrong call, that's not their place. They're not in your shoes. They don't have to deal with those repercussions. Everybody's tolerance is going to be different. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember, you know, again, I have a vast a library of work uh, in which I did a bunch of red carpet interviews over the years. And there were a lot of events that I just did because I was friends with the person putting on the event. And they're like, oh, so-and-so, you know, high levels, high C-level celebrity is going to be there. You know, and they're they're in the news, so you'll have a chance to talk to them. You're like, all right, fine, I'll do this. I'll do this event. I'll go. I'll drive out of my way. You know, I'll make zero dollars off this event just to make the connection with this one celebrity or this one C-list celebrity who wasn't even there. And you spend no. all day standing in this crowded area to talk to these celebrities, half of whom have less followers than you have. Uh, Fewer. Have less followers than you have and have no projects that are worth talking about and think that they're the biggest star in the world and you end up spending spending valuable time wasting valuable time talking to the, to these people only to end up in a worse spot than you you were beforehand so are you talking about when i first came on your radio show i'm talking about every time you came on my radio show oh every single time okay. I, I ended up uh, that's not true that's that's not completely true but um, yeah. every other time, <laughs> every other time, yeah, including this time, um, we what? have a podcast together. It's the same thing, Moxie. It's the same thing <laughs> in his own house. <laughs> in his own house. Damn. <laughs> um, but like the other thing here too is it says 
what has this person done for me lately? And while I hate asking that question because I'm not somebody who likes to go apples to apples on like what have I gotten out of this person, um, if somebody's asking you to do something who's always asking you to do stuff but never is actually there for you, it's okay to say no to them. <laughs> like it's okay. Like if there's one person that is taking more than they ever give out of you out of your life, it's okay to say no to them. Yeah. Like don't feel like and particularly if they're the type of person says who who likes to say that they've done all this stuff for you, but they really haven't. You know, and they're just like, Oh, all the, after all I've ever done for you like one of the things I love about your parents, by the way, is they have done so much for so many people, including myself. They've bent over backwards to help people in need and never once have if they've come to me asking me for a favor Never once have they turned around and been like, oh, well, remember, I've done these favors for you, so you should do a favor for me. Yeah. You know, like they understand if, if I'm unable to do something, they don't throw <laughs> the things that they've done for me in the past back at me, you know. And so if you have somebody in your life who is constantly doing that type of thing, cut them. Like, not literally cut them, like cut them out of your life. Cut them. <laughs> well, that is actually one thing that I've learned from my parents. My parents are very, very quick to jump in and help. And it's just it's. It's an indication of, you know, good people, like good people always have each other's backs, no matter how long you've known them or been friends with them. But that's something that I learned from my parents is we go out of our way to help people regardless of the history there. And we do it to the best of our ability whenever we can. And I have taken that into my own life. I don't always, always do it. Like probably 80% of the time I do that, but it just builds trust. I think, um, it's n and just like Ruben said, you know, it's not like, a, well, I did this for you, so now you have to do this for me. You don't throw it in somebody's face. But helping out a friend makes them more inclined to help you next time. And it's a back and forth. It's, a, it's like you're building a bridge, a bridge of friendship and trust. And Can we just build a bridge of altars? No. No bridges of altars. Dang it. <laughs> yeah, well, like, there's... There's very few people in this world who I would never do anything for. But I will I have learned to say no to a lot. Like I used to help anybody who asked like if anyone asked me to help them move I would used to say yes. And I realized half these people are, would never turn around and help me move back. Like not move back, but like they never helped me, you know, they never returned the favor. So I stopped saying yes to everybody. Yeah. Every now and then I'll say yes to somebody. Uh, usually when they offer me money. Um, and There's also, okay, but you also go through that period in your life for our younger listeners. You do go through a period of your relationships where you're doing those things and kind of learning who says yes and who says no and solidifying those friendships. Yep. For a while, you will say yes to everyone. You can't go into this as an 18-year-old going, I'm going to say no if they're not doing it back. Like, Well, you still live at your parents' house, and so you don't really know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you'll figure it out. Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, uh, you you everyone has to like go back and like calculate what's important to them. You know, is is the end result more important than the work going into it? So, as an example, am I going to show up and host an event for twenty dollars now? <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it. Twenty dollars and some tacos. Maybe. Probably still no. Probably not, but maybe. Depending However, on the tacos. Depending on the tacos. However, if, as an example, 
if Alter Bridge was a headlining act and I was going to be able to introduce Alter Bridge, I'd do that for free. Because mm. it'd also be a free Alter Bridge concert. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and you also have to determine, like, for example, how far showing good good faith goes like as a gesture of good faith in a friendship how much you should do because there's it's it's one thing if someone does something for you and then you want to return the favor it's another when you're just kind of giving into the into the friendship and building that friendship as a gesture of good faith for example i my very first college roommate probably shouldn't be calling her out but she's never going to listen to this so i don't care maddie no no my first college roommate my uh, our two moms had determined that it would be okay for her to borrow my car oh, while no. we were in school. Yeah, really bad decision, by the way. If you're just starting out college, don't ever let anyone borrow your car until you've been friends with them for like two years. Well, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take take it one step further. Um, my parents gave me this advice, which is one of the reasons why I never let people drive my car. Is there's two things you never lend out to people. Tacos? Well, definitely you don't lend out tacos because they can't give it back to you. So three things. Well, no, that you just can't actually lend a taco. Oh, I mean, you could. You could be like, here, hold this. But that's not lending. That's that's temporarily. That's that's not lending. That's that's not even gifting. That's like just they're they're holding on to it for you. It's not that's not a lend. That's a that's a temporary placement. Do they have to pay it back in interest? Nope. Well. Then what's the point? Anyway, there's two things that you never lend out. You want to guess which ones they are? Cars and money. Close. Money and cars. <laughs> Close but different. Vehicles and investments. <laughs> uh, your car and your wife. What about your husband? I don't have a husband. I win. <laughs> <laughs> Till death, Moxian. Are you going to kill death. me? I probably should not say that on the podcast. Oh my gosh. If I die, you're going to be indicted. <laughs> they can catch me. Um, <laughs> you don't run very fast. <laughs> uh, I don't need to run. As per your TikTok from last week. I just need to be slippery. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, what? it's the cops! Grab the olive oil! <laughs> yeah, but they can't handcuff you, they can't get, like, get a hold of you. What are they gonna do? Get a Lucky Land slots asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Get a piece of garlic bread? <laughs> anyway, I don't understand the wife part, because I don't know who lends out their wife, but... Um, yeah, never let out your car. Why, why was that a bad idea for you? Though? It was a bad idea for me because I was just unconditionally trusting. I was also very naive and I figured, of course, she's she responsible. she have sex in your car? Probably. But she took my car. I, dro- I drove back early from Christmas break because she got frustrated because she thought she was going to have my car and she needed to use it to go to Beverly Hills to meet with a photographer that she met on Craigslist. Oh, no. The photographer then invited her back to his house for a drink where he roofied her. 
Oh, God. She realized she had been roofied, tried to leave in my car, realized on the freeway while driving my car that she was not safe to drive anymore because she had been roofied. I learned this two days after. No one even told, like, no one called me. She called her then boyfriend who called his roommate who went to go pick her up on his motorcycle. To this day, I have no idea how my car got back to the college because he went to go pick her up. And then I think he and another person went out to like went they left my car on the side of the freeway and then they went back to Beverly Hills to get the car. That's what I think happened. Wait, so there's three people on the, mic- on, the, on the motorcycle? No, I think someone went to go get her because she was so out of it came back, went back with another person, and then they drove the car home. I didn't get my keys until, like, two days later. And I never heard the full story. Not from her. I never got an apology. I never heard anything. Did you lend her her car again? No. Did you lend her your car again? No, I did not. That was the point where I said, you know what? Good faith is not a good idea. (laughs) Don't lend anyone your car. It's okay to say no to that. You lend me your car. No, I don't. Elaine, well, not, not, not the new one. No. You should lend me your old car. Yeah. Your parents lend me your, their car every now and then. Yeah. Elaine's never getting her car back. <laughs> so let's get back to the list because we've gone on a serious well, I, tangent we're, here. We're, we're, I think we're done with the list. Oh. Um, mainly because uh, you've actually said almost everything. You've, you've addressed everything on the list. Oh. Well, I should give it in a more bullet point. No, it's okay. We're running oh. out of time. Well, crap. Yeah. I like number four, though. Can we talk about number four? Not really. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> it's all right. Can we talk about how to say no? No. <laughs> and I was like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Hawkins, ladies I, and gentlemen. I came across a meme a couple of weeks ago. Or it wasn't even a meme. It was like a screenshot of a tweet, which is a really weird place where we are today that we're screenshotting other social media things and posting them on different social medias. That's where we are as a society. That's been a thing since Twitter was a thing. Okay. It was a screenshot of a tweet from, I believe, an executive of a, of a company. And he said... Was it Jeffrey? No, it was Jeffrey not. Jeffrey Bezos. No, it was not. Although I did see a tweet about Jeff Bezos today that said, when he comes back from space, can we all pretend like, he do, what, like we don't know who he is? <laughs> no, so this executive, he was saying, I've responded to one of several emails with, uh, regretfully, though I would love to be a part of this, I simply don't have the ability right now. It was something. It was something. I liked the way he phrased it. I'll have to look it up and follow us on uh, Instagram and Facebook at Best Friend Podcast. I'll post that at some point this week so you can see uh, what a really succinct and polite way of saying no it was. It was very respectful, and I love that. Um, you got to be quick. Tell them that you can't do it right away. Be honest. Suggest an alternative. Ask for a rain check. All really great ways of saying no. At the end of it all, though, you really want to be respectful when you say no to someone. You really, you want to, you just, you want to be able to say, I respect you and I value you. I also value myself and it's possible to value both you and myself and accept that me doing this for you right now, me saying yes, is not going to give you the most of me. Yeah. 
But there's also times where you have to be a dick about it. No. Yeah. No, there are never times when you have to do that. Yeah. No. Yep. No. Yep. Example? Right now. You don't have to do no! that. No. <laughs> well, now you're just being weird. No, uh no there are, there are times where where you have to be um aggressive about your your no. Because there are there are times where people just don't understand that as an example, if someone's trying to hire you to do something but they're not paying they're not offering you enough pay to do it and you politely decline it three or four times and they continuously tell you this you know coming off a little bit more aggressively might get the get the point across well yeah but you can still continue to be polite yeah but at some point you just go no listen i'm not interested your company's shit whatever like it's okay to do that yeah i did have someone call me the other day who my mom had reached out to them it was the a dress shop owner in texas oh well not a dress shop owner She's like a boutique dress shop, like a personal shopper for wedding dresses. And she thought it was a dress shop. And this was like the most recent time I've, I was rude to someone. She, m- we thought she had a dress shop. This woman is actually a personal shopper for wedding dresses. And you pay her to find you the right wedding shop and to go with you while you shop. We were in Texas for like a week and a half. And so we were like, this is not a good idea. This woman kept calling me. She called me two days ago. What? Yeah. Hold on. What? (laughs) Even though I have told her multiple times, I don't live in Dallas. I already got a wedding dress. We don't need. I'm already married. We don't need a personal shopper. This last time she was like very nice. And she called out of the blue and she was like, hey, this is the, the, the. We just wanted to reach. Is that reach her actual legal name? Yes. Just yeah, wanted can you to repeat it one more time. Blah, 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 reach it out was different the second time. Oh well, it, you know. Is that for the French version? Cultural. Okay. Yeah. Um. Just wanted to reach out and, and check in with you and see if we could offer you any help with our with your services. And I was like, well, I actually did just get married last month. And she was like, oh, congratulations! How was it? And I was like, it was great. And she was like, okay, well, thank you so much, and kept talking. And I was like, okay, and then I blocked her. You can still be polite. There a reason you're not saying anything? You blocked her? Yeah. Why would you do such a thing? (laughs) It's so rude. She's just trying to make a living. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, if you need help saying no to things, give me a call. Yeah, don't call me. Because I know how to get it done. If you call me, I will say no. And she will block you. (laughs) Well, that's all the time we have for today, folks. We're going to find out about this gig in overtime. Oh, yeah. Head over to dollarinthejar.com. Sign up for any of our tiers that are above the dollar mark. Mm -hmm. If you sign up for the dollar mark, all you're going to get is a thank you email. That's all you get. So make sure to sign up for at least $6. Yeah, do it. Or just sign up for a dollar if that's all you have and you just want to get in on the hype. Yeah. But if you sign up for anything you know, for the $6 or above before August 20th or 15th or whatever I said earlier... We'll write you a handwritten thank you note with a picture of our face. It would be harder to write a handwritten typed note. It'd be way harder. Well, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. My name is Moxie Ann. And that's Ruben J. He's being passive aggressive. <laughs> that's passive aggressive? <laughs> Well, my name is Ruben J. 
My name's Ruben J. Hey, if you can do it, I can do it too. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. No, I can't. Just yeah. <laughs> shoot. <laughs> uh, and my name's Ruben J. And my name's Ruben J. And my name's Bradley Biggs. And my name's Friedrich Hansen. <laughs> the hell? The third. <laughs> Can we talk? Can we also talk about the the guy from Rainforest Cafe? If you want, that guy was annoying <laughs> as hell. My name's Ruben J. And I'm who am I? Just say your damn name, Moxian. <laughs> and we are, are out, out of patience. Of <laughs> you're, ho- you're always out of patience. Go listen to uh, get, hmm. dot and jar dot com. Patreon dot net dot gov. Creed thoughts. Lucky Land Slots, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.